0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the From the Booth podcast. My name is Michael, and today we've got our first Mock Draft Monday. This is going to be a recurring season, uh, a recurring segment, excuse me, every week um, up until the draft on Monday's Monday Mock Draft. I like the alliteration. Now with the Super Bowl being over yesterday, we know the official draft order uh, and who is going to take who. So the way we're going to do this Mock Draft um majority of the time maybe i'll spice it up a little bit but the way we're going to do it at least for today is i'm going to be in control of every team and we're going to simulate the first round and we're going to go through the first round so each pick i am going to have the mindset of if i'm that gm what i'm going to do type of thing obviously we got the bears first overall And kind of before we get into this, guys, um, if you do enjoy this channel or you do enjoy the videos I've been putting out, please make sure to subscribe. It really boosts my ego, and I appreciate that more than anything else. But also, it helps it so um, you guys can continue to see the content that I put out and um, catch my future videos. So, with that out of the way, let's go ahead and start this draft. As you guys see, we're going to run one round, controlling all the teams. Let's go into it. All right, so the first kind of, um, I guess, dilemma of this draft, or the first nugget of information that we need to discuss is what should the Bears do with the first overall pick? Now, I think that if you're the Bears, what you want to do is you want to, your main goal should be to surround Justin Field with as much talent as possible. Right? You have to take advantage of those years that he's on his rookie contract. Obviously, he's already played two. He's got pretty much two more cheap years left before the fifth-year option kicks in and before you potentially sign him to an extension. So what do you do? How do you get the best team around him to utilize that uh, rookie deal on a quarterback? Well, for me, you got to trade the first overall pick. And, you know, I think there's a lot of potential suitors um, in this top five or six range where you could still snag yourself a quality guy without having to uh, give up an arm and a leg but also you, you know, um, without having to give up, you know, a a premier draft position, but you also can get some more draft positions, uh, draft picks for the future, excuse me. So, of the teams in the top five or six, you know, Houston wants a quarterback, the Cardinals probably not, but I wouldn't be shocked if they did. The Colts want a quarterback, the Seahawks could take a quarterback, Um, the Lions probably don't want a quarterback just yet, and then the Raiders need a quarterback now with Derek Carr leaving. So... I'm going to skip out on the—I'm going to stay in the top five. I think six, I don't think the Bears are going to make an in-division trade with Detroit for the first overall pick. I think that would not work for either teams. And then seven, I think, is too far down to trade. So I'm looking at kind of the two, three, four, five spot and some interesting takers here. So again, the Cardinals, could they take a quarterback? Yes, if they really don't like Kyler. If the new coach comes in and he doesn't like Kyler and he wants to start fresh— I could see it. Plus, you know, Kyler's got that torn ACL that he's dealing with. He's going to be out for probably half the year. Um, But I'm going to skip the Cardinals for just a second. I'm going to focus on the Texans, the Colts, and the Seahawks. Now, the Seahawks, they have draft capital. Um, They are a team. Let me go ahead and, and select the Seahawks here for a second, if I could find them, if my dyslexia wasn't active. There we go. The Seahawks, they got draft capital, right? They got the fifth pick, they got the 20th pick, they got 37 51. I mean, they have. Four of the top 51 picks. Like that's that's really good capital. Uh, whereas the Bears have first overall and then they don't have a pick till 54. So if you want meat and you want kind of substance, um, I think Seattle would be a good pick. Problem is, is is Seattle gonna want to trade up to one when they just had a quarterback make the Pro Bowl? Now I understand Geno Smith's a free agent and I understand that he is. There's a possibility he's not on the roster next year. But from all accounts, from Geno's side, from the Seahawks side, it seems like Geno Smith. It seems like all parties involved want Geno Smith back at Seattle. So. I don't know if the Seahawks would really trade up for one. I could see the Seahawks maybe trade up for one to take Will Anderson, but I think number one is, is kind of the quarterback spot to lose. So I'm going to rule out Seattle just for right now. Like I said, I'm also going to rule out um, the Cardinals. The Texans. Um, Texans are interesting, but I think that they're pretty good at two. I don't think they would want to give a bunch of picks to trade up one spot because let's say they like C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, right? And if whoever picks that one takes Bryce Young or takes a D lineman or whoever, I think the Texans are going to be contented too. So the team I'm looking at right here is the Indianapolis Colts. Let's go ahead and pick them right here. The fourth pick, 35th pick, and then we have next year's picks. So if I'm going to make this trade, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the first overall pick for the Bears. Obviously give that to the Colts. Obviously the Bears are getting back the fourth pick in this year's draft. I'm going to give the Bears thirty-five. I'm gonna give the Bears a next year one and a next year three. I'm gonna to go to a player. I'm gonna give them. Um, I'm gonna give them probably if you want to go, maybe you can go with a Michael Pittman to give Justin Fields some weapons. Maybe you can go with you know a DeForest Buckner. I think the Bears defensive line was awful last year, so I think adding DeForest Buckner to this deal. Um, and I'm gonna go ahead and see. If, if the Colts would even let the Bears throw in, like, an extra third next year or a fourth, um, I'll even have the a, one and a four, first overall pick and a fourth rounder next year. Actually, I changed to a third rounder. A first round pick and a third rounder for four, 35, round one, round three, and force Buckner. Let's go ahead and make that trade. Boom. Um, I don't feel like this is a very unrealistic trade scenario. I feel like the Colts are aggressive. They need a quarterback. Um, they're going to want a quarterback now, especially. Um with you know Matt Ryan getting benched, getting whatever, and then whoever the new coach that comes in, God forbid it's Jeff Saturday again, I think they're going to want a new coach. Jim Ursae is a very aggressive owner. So I think that's a trade that we make right off the bat. Now another trade I think that is made right off the bat, let's go down here to number 13. Let's go to the, um, the Jets, and then let's go to the Green Bay Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet within the near future. So I think the, the Jets give up pick 13. Oh, excuse me, pick 13. And I think they maybe give up, mm, I don't know, maybe another first round next year. I think they trade two first round picks for Aaron Rodgers. Um, and, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he's on his little hiatus right now. He's going to decide whether or not he wants to uh, play football again. My guess is that $60 million is pretty enticing. He's going to want to play. So the New York Jets trade for quarterback Aaron Rodgers let's go ahead and do that before we start the draft just just as much as again oh did I oops oops I'll do that when I get there I I goofed that my fault um so for the the Indianapolis Colts all right let's go ahead and take Bryce Young their guy their quarterback their this generation's Peyton Manning the guy who's going to save their franchise I think that's the way to go. I think that's what the Colts are going to do. Quarterbacks obviously going to be always at the top of the list. For the Texans, now to me, Texans are very interesting. I can definitely see them going um, with a quarterback here because they need a quarterback. However, with the addition of D'Amico Ryans as their defensive coordinator, it would not surprise me if they went with defense. Now, he made it very clear in a press conference that he said a team is not just a quarterback. A team is uh, running backs, offensive linemen, you know, receivers, uh, defensive linemen, linebackers, safeties, corners. So, in my opinion, the Texans are going to go right here with best player available method. And they're going to go Jalen Carter out of, out of Georgia. I think he's the number one prospect in this draft. And I think that he is going to be the pick for the Texans. And a defensive-minded guy, D'Amico Ryans. For the Arizona Cardinals, I think they're looking, you know, do they like Kyler? Do they not like Kyler? They don't really know. They're kind of up in the air. Um, but I think a guy in Will Anderson is just too good to pass. And I think if you're the the Cardinals, you have to take this opportunity to take Will Anderson to at least bolster your pass rush, give yourself some chance. Um, I think he is the most surefire edge rusher in this draft, which is always a very valuable position. So I'm gonna, if I'm the Cardinals and I'm uh, their general manager and head coach, who they don't have any of those right now, but once they get those, if I'm one of those guys, I'm taking Will Anderson for the Chicago Bears. Now they're in an interesting position where. They're not going to take a quarterback, I don't think. Again, I think they get all those future assets. They just got DeForest Buckner. That's cool. They're not really going to go with a quarterback. So what do they need? What, what is their biggest need if you're the Chicago Bears? Um, you need receivers. You need offensive linemen. You need um, defensive linemen. And I think you need some more DBs. So, you know, it's, it's really it's, it's a spot right here where I think you've got to go with a weapon for Justin Fields. Or you have to give him some kind of protection. And, you know, just looking down this line right here, um, I don't see a lot of those guys that are top four pick worthy. I think the receivers, I can kind of go by position right here and see, I mean, the top receiver is going 15th. That's a little high to take at four, I think, Quentin Johnson. So, potentially the Bears could trade down even further if they want to take a receiver. But maybe I think that the Bears go receiver a little bit later in the draft, like with their next pick or whatever. But, you know, I, I think right here you've got to get a guy who... Oh, oops, I did not mean to press that. Um, I think right here, you know, if you're the Bears, you got to go with best player available. And I think best player available right now is Devin Witherspoon, the cornerback from Illinois, stays in state, lockdown guy to pair with Jalen Johnson. Um, and I think the Bears, if there's one thing that's always been consistent about the Bears, it's their defense. So they go ahead and they grab, in my opinion, the best corner in this draft. Now in terms of the Seahawks. Now the Seahawks are kind of ballsy, I will say. And John Schneider is the hardest general manager in the league to predict. And I know that because I'm a Seahawks fan. So I, I know every year, you know, I'm very surprised at what the fuck they do. Um, I didn't think in, in a million years they would take LJ Collier or Rashad Penny. Um, and picks that shocked me now and shocked me back then. But, you know, the, they are, they are one, of the more, one of the more likely teams in the NFL to just hit an absolute home run in the draft. I'm talking, you know, Russell Wilson, Bobby Wagner, Richard Sherman, DK Metcalf. This past year to week one. So they are very prone to hitting a home run. But the Seahawks are very it's a wide scale, right? You can kind of go either way. However, will the Seahawks take a quarterback here? I find that very, very interesting question. In my opinion, if you're the Seahawks, and you got Geno Smith who is a free agent currently, so he might not even be on the roster next year, but if he is feel like he's either going to get tagged or he's going to be on a one-to-two-year deal. If you're the Seahawks and you have a guy who you really like in Will Levis, you got to take that. Let's flash back to 2017, where the Seahawks were in no position to take a quarterback, obviously, and 2018, but we'll, we'll get to that in a second. John Schneider really liked Patrick Mahomes. 2018, John Schneider really liked Josh Allen. Um, so there was a lot of kind of, you know, uh, good scouting done by the Seahawks organization in terms of quarterbacks. Now, obviously, they hit with Russell Wilson. That was their quarterback for ten years, and then Geno Smith had a really good year last year. So they've proven that they can develop quarterbacks and you know develop guys who uh, might be have raw physical tools, but can't really or aren't yet really polished. So I think if you're the Seahawks, you know Will Levis sticks out, CJ Stroud sticks out, but if you want a guy who is going to sit on the bench for a year or two uh, behind Geno Smith and learn and and have all those great weapons to throw to and DK and Tyler Lockett and you know Noah Fan and everything. I can see the Seahawks taking Will Levis. I'm not gonna lie. I mean as a Seahawks fan, would I love it? Maybe not, but I, I can see it. Alright. Okay. Let's go on to the Detroit Lions. What do they need? They need defensive linemen. They need linebacker. They just need defense, right? They just need defense. Their offensive line, I think, is really good. Um, I think they got good running backs, they have good receivers. Um, Jared Goff was a pro bowler last year. He was great. I think their offense is fine. Uh, defensively, they need guys. Uh, I think Aiden Hutchinson was a, good, was a good start for them last year. And the other pass rusher, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he was also a rookie, um, played really well. But if you're the Detroit Lions, man, you want defense. And I think that secondary especially is what they're going to look for. Um, I, see, I think you saw it last year, Kelvin Joseph be really good in the secondary, have some really good moments, but I think they're going to want to pair him with, in my opinion, the best, the far and away best safety in this draft, Ryan Branch. Um, you know, Detroit Lions, they're kind of moving towards that. They're in that area right now where they weren't good enough for the playoffs, but everyone kind of understands, hey, like, they're going to get better. They they got progressively better last year, but their defense did hold them back for big stretches. Ryan Branch, you know, he can, he can play the run, he can play the pass. Um, reminds me a lot of Jamal Adams as a Seahawks fan, and I know Jamal Adams gets a lot of hate, but peak Jamal Adams is a great football player. The Raiders need a quarterback. Um, they, they really do need a quarterback. And um, I think if you're, you know, if you're a rookie coming in to the Raiders organization, you have Devontae Adams to throw to. At this current moment, you have Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro, although who knows you know, what happens with them. But you have Hunter Renfro, you have um, Darren Waller, you have Devontae Adams, maybe Josh Jacobs if he re I'm not totally sure. You know, I think that's a really good situation to put a rookie quarterback in. And, you know, Josh McGannels, McDaniels, do I think he's a great head coach? No, but he's proven over the years that, that he can scheme up some, some good offense. And so I think the Rares go ahead and take C.J. Stroud, get their quarterback to orchestrate this whole offense, whether it was Derek Carr and Josh McDaniels just never getting along or maybe Derek Carr's falling off or whatever the case was, it just wasn't a successful recipe last year. Um, and I think they get their rookie quarterback. The Atlanta Falcons are in a very interesting spot um, in terms of quarterback because I don't think they're gonna roll with Mariota last year or next year. And I don't know if Ritter Ritter's one of those guys where it's like, yes they invested him, in, but it's like a fourth round pick. So it's not enough to where they can they can they can cut their losses pretty easily is what I'm saying. But I think that they're not gonna go quarterback here. Um I think that they would like to go offensive tackle. Right? They see they see um a a good offensive tackle on the board in Paris Johnson, Jr., tackle from Ohio State. Um, their division's getting weaker and weaker, and I think that if you add, you know, quality players to that team, it's going to make it a lot easier to, to get there, uh, to win that division. And so, yeah, that's kind of what it is. Um, for the Carolina Panthers, man, if I'm a Panthers fan, I'm pretty excited here. Because if you look at the Panthers, right, it's kind of like what the Broncos were last year, to a, to a different degree, but it's kind of like what the Broncos were where... You know, the defense was, was great. The defense was really good. Um, but you didn't have a quarterback. You know, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, PJ Walker, that, that shit, that ain't it, right? And Frank Reich coming in basically guarantees that, that you guys are going to take a quarterback because his failures in Indy were because of stopgap quarterback, stopgap quarterback, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He's not going to do that. He's going to take his guy. And to me, the most exciting and the most electric player, not necessarily the best, but the most electric quarterback in this draft, Is here at number 9 for them. They're going to go ahead and take Anthony Richardson to the Carolina Panthers, and Frank Reich gets his guy. For the Eagles, I mean, talk about a great trade. The Eagles literally just lost the Super Bowl by 3 points, and they're picking in the top 10. I mean, that's just... That's that's fantastic. Um, You know, obviously, the team that just lost the Super Bowl by 3 points and dominated the whole year, they don't have a lot of weaknesses. So I'm really thinking for the future. I'm really thinking for... Kind of what they could do um, I would maybe like to see the Eagles you know I mean there, there's a few things you can do you can maybe improve the secondary a little bit because some of those guys are uh, going to be free agents I think C.J. Garner CJ Gardner Johnson's a free agent I think James Bradbury is a free agent in a year or two so maybe you maybe you go with a Christian Gonzalez from Oregon um, maybe you know the defensive line while it's good I think it is a little old you know Brandon Graham, and and um, Fletcher Cox, they're going to retire eventually. So maybe you go with like a Miles Murphy or you go with a Tyree Wilson. Maybe one of those guys. I could definitely see. But honestly, and this might be complete baloney, and this might be something that never happens, but it's my mock draft so I can do whatever the fuck I want. I have the Eagles taking B. John Robinson in pick 10. Um, look at the Super Bowl. What was the one weakness that the Eagles had? Right? Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is not it. I think that offense is greatly designed. I think the offensive line is great. I think Jalen Hurts is great. AJ Brown's great. Devontae Smith's great. Yada 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 yada. I don't I think Miles Sanders is the weakness in that in that offense. If you can get a truly dynamic running back in that offense, game over. It's game over. The Eagles were able to run the ball fairly well, or really well this whole year, but I think just with Bijan Robinson, it's just another element. He's a better receiver out of the backfield, so Eagles getting Bijan Robinson, I think, would be huge. Huge. Um, for the Titans, um, okay, a lot, of, a lot of weaknesses on this roster, to, to be completely honest with you, to, to, to keep it a bucket, y'all. Um, a lot of weaknesses on this roster. And I think, you know, Mike Vrabel, defensive guy, he wants to play defense, he wants to run the ball. I I don't know if they're gonna roll with Ryan Tannehill, but if they don't roll with Ryan Tannehill, I feel like they're gonna roll with Malik Willis. I mean, it's gotta be one of those. I think I think their quarterback next year is definitely on the roster. God for I mean, unless they like make a miracle trade for Aaron Rodgers or something, or get like Jimmy Garoppolo. But I don't think their quarterback is gonna be found in this draft. So that leaves defense um, or offense or offensive line or receiver. And you know what, man? Like, there's there's a lot of guys right here that just they they're good. You know, so. I think if you're the the Titans, you like Miles Murphy at the edge, you're going to take him. Good um, pick in terms of, you know, the um, the quality and in terms of the, you know, uh, uh, I'm I'm blanking on the word. You guys get what I'm saying, though. Back to the Texans and back to Domingo Ryans. As we saw earlier, they took Jalen Carter to bolster their defense. Now I think they're going to want to go with some offense. Now, I think the Texans have a really good left tackle and, and uh, Laramie Tunzel, but I think whoever is going to be playing quarterback for them next year, they're going to need both sides protected on their uh, blind sides. Um, and I think, you know, the tackle from Nor- Northwestern right here, he's going to be the pick here. Um, D'Amico Ryan seems to me like he wants to, and all Shanahan, all people that work under Shanahan seem to want to replicate the Shanahan formula. Um, and the the 49ers really benefit from the 49ers really benefit from great tackle play. So I'll have him going to the Texans right here. And with the Jets, I actually did want to make this trade. I forgot to select it, and that's my mistake. I'm going to give them two firsts for Aaron Rodgers off of the trade. What? Trade was not accepted. Okay, cool. Um, all right, maybe two firsts and. Okay, well, great. Appreciate that, uh, PFF. Love that. I'm going to force this trade. You know what? F it. Okay, cool. So the Packers, up at 13, having just traded Aaron Rodgers, their franchise quarterstone for the last 15 years. The Packers, um, they're going to need a receiver, right? That was a big issue last year after trading Devontae Adams. Um, Christian Watson showed signs, but uh, the receiving core as a whole was just really not that good. So I have them going with Quinton Johnson, TCU. Um, for Jordan Love to throw the ball to. Um, He's a big-bodied guy. Very raw. I don't know if he'll be good right out of the gate, but maybe like a Christian Watson where halfway through the year, end of the year, you really start to see why he was picked that high. For the Patriots and Bill Belichick, again, their roster is just boring. And it says that they need a QB as their top need. I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, But I can see the Patriots going a number of ways here. I can see them going um, with offensive tackle. I can see them going with defensive line. And I think if you're Bill Belichick, uh, defensive line is very important to you and it's very important for your defense. So I'm going to go with Tyree Wilson for the Patriots right here. Back to the Green Bay Packers. What do we got? Um, We have pick 15 for them. And, you know, the Packers, they need a front seven. Front seven is, is at this point not... Their strength—it's not what it was a few years ago. I like Brian Breesy, Breesy, Brees, Brees. How would the fuck you say his name? To Green Bay, I think that yeah, he's the type of guy. He just feels like a pack. Doesn't he just feel like a Packer to you guys? I don't know. I feel like regardless if they make the Aaron Rodgers trade or not, he's 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 just a Packer. I just, it just I just feel it in my bones, right? I'm coming back to Ron Rivera and the Washington Commanders, who have said that they're going to roll with Sam Howell this year, which. He looked good against Dallas, so he looked good against uh, Dallas last year, but um, I'm not necessarily sold to him, but I think he's going to be the guy. So if you're Washington, you know, uh, I don't think that quarterback is the pick here at 16. I'm more thinking offensive line, uh, defensive line. I like Lucas Van Ness. I think that feels like a very good pick, especially if they lose Darren Payne and or Jonathan Allen in free agency. Um, I think Ron Rivera loves him, some defensive line. And, you know, you don't know what's going on with Chase Young. So if they decline Chase Young's fifth-year option, maybe they move on from him. Um, they call it a career – they call it a – they call it a whatever. Um, Luka Van Ness could be maybe a de facto Chase Young replacement, depending on his health. Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, you guys are in a good spot. I think Kenny, Kenny Pickett showed that he can ball. Najee Harris is exciting. George Pickens is exciting. But, man, that, that offensive line is, is dog shit. Um I think you might want to go with Anton Harrison, the tackle here from Oklahoma, pick 17, shore up that offensive line, get that boy Kenny Pickett some protection. For back with the Lions, like I said, their biggest need, defensive backs in the defense backfield, Christian Gonzalez is the move right here. You get a safety and you get a corner in the top twenty. That's a good first round if you're a Lions fan. The Bucks, they need a little bit of everything, man. They they are struggling right now. And, you know, let's look at the best quarterbacks available. Tanner McKee, I don't know if he's – I don't know if you can trust him. Uh, Hendon Hooker, I, I don't know, man. But I think Tanner McKee might be a pick here just because, I mean, the only quarterback they have under contract right now is Kyle Trask. And from all accounts – from the reports I've read, um, they are not none too thrilled with with uh, Kyle Trask. So I think Tanner McKee is, is the move here. But, you know, you are in a really tough spot. Well, the Seahawks. Back at number twenty, their pick surprisingly not Denver's. Um, they're kind of in a good spot right here. They can kind of do whatever. Um, I would love a Zay Flowers, but I think receivers not necessarily their need. Um, I would like some more defense. So I think you know a Joey Porter would be really cool. Um, I think last year we shorted up our tackles, but you know I think edge is probably the most important. Nolan Smith right here. You know the Seahawks they need they need defensive line. That was their big. That was a big problem last year. I think the corn. I think Tariq Woolen and Kobe Bryant balled. You know, Quandre is good. You made the Pro Bowl. Jamal Adams will be coming back. Um, so I would maybe I could go with the Joey Porter here. I wouldn't be surprised, but uh, Nolan Smith Edge. It fills a bigger need for Seattle. Dolphins. Fuck you guys. Y'all y'all cheated. Uh, back to the Chargers. Uh, Zay Flowers to me seems very obvious. Jackson Smith and Jigba again seems very obvious. One of, these, one of these three guys here, um, although I feel like Zay Flowers is the move here because I feel like uh, they need some speed. They, they need some speed on that Chargers receiving core. They need guys who could separate and get open, um, and I feel like that's who Zay Flowers is. So for the Ravens, um, you know, I think that they're very receiver-needy. So, you know, if you want to keep Lamar Jackson happy and you want to get him a guy and you want to... Um, bolster that offense with the new offensive coordinator that's going to come in. Um, Jackson Smith and Jigba seems like the move here. If I'm the Ravens, that's what I would look for. Um, Get Lamar some weapons. Rashad Bateman and him could be a nice pairing if that works out. Let's go now to the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, It says their needs are defensive line, linebacker, and corner, so defense, essentially. Um, And I think, you know, uh, their defense was dog shit last year. and. I think Joey Porter would be the move here. Um, Joey Porter seems like he can be a really, really good corner in this league and a guy that can really help bolster the defense. So I think it's a move for Minnesota. In terms of the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, I like um, Osiris Torrance. Uh, I I'm, hope I'm saying that right. That is a dope-ass name. Um, stays in the state of Florida, goes to the Jaguars, helps to protect... The prince that was promised, Trevor Lawrence. For the Giants, wide receiver, tight end, center, and linebacker are listed as the needs. I can see Jordan Addison. Uh, I can see Michael Meyer, which glad that's an A, not an E, or else we'd all be dead. But, you know, if I'm the Giants, um, depending on what happens with Daniel Jones and with Saquon Barkley, so assuming for a second that they both re-sign, I think receiver's my biggest need. You know, Isaiah Hodgins was not exactly a stud. Well, he was he, he was a stud, but he's not exactly a big name and he kind of was their only guy recently so. Jordan Assen, get your boy Daniel Jones. If you're going to invest in Daniel Jones, you got to give him another weapon. Dallas, wide receiver, defensive line and linebacker. Okay. So, Trent Simpson is looking to be the move right here in terms of positional need. However, however, I think that the text that the um, Cowboys might go with Michael Meyer here. Uh, but mm, I'm very I, I think Jerry Jones would go with Michael Meyer. So I'm gonna take Michael Meyer. I know they got Dalton Schultz, but he seems like he's not a not a great tight end. He's just kinda good. For the Bills, um, listen man, you need you need offensive line, you need interior offensive line. You gotta be able to run that ball. You gotta be able to to, you know, end games and, and do everything like that. So um I'm the Bills. Um, also, you know, your your DBs are a little, little, little thin. Um, you know, were saw when Trey White went out last year. You know uh, the, the secondary was not the same. So I think Cam Smith could be the move for the Bills right here. The Bengals. Uh, again, we're getting to the teams that are really good, but maybe just have one or two areas where you can get better. And the Bengals. Uh, I still think you need offensive line man. I think Lyle Collins was not the guy. Um, I think that, you know, he was hurt and injured and whatever. So, Broderick Jones, to me, I mean, you've got to just invest as much capital as you can into ensuring that that boy, Jalen Hurts, is, is healthy. Um, the Saints, at 29, their positional needs are just about everything. This is where I'm going to go ahead, look at quarterbacks. Again, Tanner uh, Hendon Hooker, not really floating my boat. Um, so, I'm going to come back. They're in absolute cap hell right now. Um, And I do believe they're gonna release Michael Thomas, which means that they might need a receiver. Josh Downs is a little little high at thirty seven. So let's go, okay, well maybe we need a running back. Let's see if there are any running backs left that are good. And oh let's see if maybe any running backs are good that are left. And not you know, not really. So I I I mean Jameer Gibbs is a is a Alvin Kamara clone. But you know, if you're the Saints quarterback's not really there, you're gonna get I think the guy from Baylor is probably the move right here. Uh, oops. You know, uh, that's just about the best you can do to, to fill the roster. Now back to the Eagles, who again uh, took Bijan Robinson at number 10 and just lost the Super Bowl. Um, I think that there is a world in which, um, excuse me, I think there is a world in which Jason Kelsey calls it a career. And retires, and if that's the case, which we'll know if that's the case, I would go John Michael Schmidt here at thirty. Um, again, you don't really have a need, so you kind of just playing with house money. I pick thirty right here, and so I think that could be a good that could be a good move. But if you don't want to do that, and you just want to say, all right, fuck it, best guy available, Trenton Simpson, the linebacker from Clemson, could be the move. Um, Antonio Johnson, Texas A&M, um, you don't need a tight end. Maybe they need that. I, I don't know. I think they're in a really good spot right here. But just for fuck's sake, I'll go with Trenton Simpson. Make their linebacker core a little bit better. Kansas City Chiefs. All right, what are their weaknesses? Well, not many because Patrick Mahomes makes up for all of them. Wins them the Super Bowl every year. So they don't really have a huge weakness. But what could they get better on? Um, you know, the receiving core is probably pretty thin. Um, again, let's look at the receivers available. Josh Downs. I could see that. Um, I could see that here, definitely, but you know, I think their offensive line proved that they can ball. Um, maybe you lose Orlando Brown in free agency, but I don't really think so. Um, you know, you go with uh, the secondary's young, so maybe you improve that by making the secondary younger. No, I'm just kidding. But um, maybe you go with Antonio Johnson to you know bolster it up a little bit and get more talent in the room, but again, they're, they're just in a really good spot right here. Pick 31, so... Yeah, I might go with Antonio Johnson and call it a draft. So this is my draft. Let's go ahead and look at the grades um, for everybody. Um, let's not do that. Let's go ahead and check out the grades. Oh, it doesn't say grades. Cool. Um, this So this is my first round mock draft. Hope you guys enjoyed the video. Let me know what you guys think of the mock draft down below. And if you want other mock drafts in this formula, I do plan on having different um, kind of... Uh, ways that I go about doing this, but I love doing mock drafts, I think that's so much fun, and I hope that you guys enjoyed it as well, please make sure to subscribe if you're new, and if not, then, you know, I don't know, I don't know what to tell you, I don't know what to tell you, you just expect me to do this for free, but, no, seriously, hope you guys enjoyed, have a nice rest of your day, and I'll see you guys later.